On today's show, uh, uh-oh, more problems on diesel emission cheating, and this time, it's not just Volkswagen. Consumer Reports lowers Tesla safety ratings, and General Motors wants high-octane gasoline made standard. All that and more coming right up on AutoLine Daily. This is AutoLine Daily, the show for enthusiasts of the automotive industry. While just when it looked like Volkswagen was putting its diesel scandal in the rearview mirror, it's still facing accusations over emissions cheating. Ward's Auto reports that European consumer groups in Italy and Belgium released test results they say prove VW and Audi haven't fixed their diesels. The companies say it can't comment since the watchdog groups have only released the results and not the procedures that led to those findings. The consumer groups claim they can't reveal more details since the info is being used in a class action lawsuit against VW. But it's not the only German automaker in hot water over diesels. Reuters reports that Daimler is facing potential punishment in the U.S. over the use of possible defeat devices and diesel emission pollution. In its quarterly earnings statement, the company revealed that the investigation is still ongoing and it's too early to predict what the outcome will be. As we've been reporting for years, European emission standards look tough on paper, but easy testing procedures mean that cars emit far more pollution on the open road than they do in the test lab. European environmentalists want tougher standards, but now Reuters reports that Germany is opposed to any changes. It also reports that Italy, France, and Spain are delaying the adoption of stricter standards. Currently, most emission testing in Europe is paid for and conducted by the car companies on their own equipment. European regulators want independent laboratories to do the testing. Coming up next, automotive analyst Marianne Keller explains why sales are falling in the U.S. AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone Tires, your journey, our passion. Dow Automotive Systems, advanced materials that deliver better results. Lear, a global leader in automotive seating and electrical systems. And by Borg Warner, propulsion solutions that support a clean, energy-efficient world. Light vehicle sales in the U.S. are starting to fall, and automotive analyst Marianne Keller explains why. First, she says, there's no longer a shortage of late model used cars, so used car prices are coming down. That means people are not getting as much money on their trade-ins, which makes buying a new car more expensive. Second, the Fed raised interest rates by a bit. And third, lenders are tightening up their standards and not giving easy loans to people with low credit scores. Add it all up, and this has pushed 58,000 people out of the market for the first three months of the year. Marianne Keller will be appearing in an upcoming episode of AutoLine This Week. Uber previously talked about having a flying taxi in the future, and now it looks like that future is much closer than we thought. Uber says it will start testing a flying taxi fleet in Dallas and Dubai by 2020. The aircraft would be electric and take off and land vertically. It's already working with a company to install these landing pads in Dallas starting next year. And early estimates say it would cost a rider about $1.32 per mile which is currently a little more than taking an Uber X. Tesla used to offer automatic emergency braking standard on the Model S and X, but models produced since October of 2016 do not include the feature. 
And that just led Consumer Reports to downgrade the two models. The Model S used to occupy the top spot in the ultra-luxury car category, but now it's third behind the Lexus LS and BMW 7 Series. The Model X is now one of the lowest-rated luxury midsize SUVs. But if you're an owner without automatic emergency braking, you may not have to wait too long for the feature. Tesla says it will begin over-the-air updates to install the feature starting tomorrow. And hey, don't forget to join us for AutoLine After Hours on Thursday when we'll have artist Don Taco in our studios. Join John and Gary for some of the best news and insights into what makes the automotive industry go round and round. Coming up next, General Motors wants high-octane gasoline made standard. At Bridgestone, our engineers want to help make sure you're not stuck on the side of the road. Our revolutionary drive guard tires are engineered to take a puncture and drive up to 50 miles. Ready to go. Watch our latest Archer demo at BridgestoneTire.com. Whether it's on television, online, or through social media, AutoLine knows how to effectively get your marketing message to the people you want to reach. Contact Stacy Eman today. The EPA and California Air Resources Board will be looking for automakers to continually cut the amount of carbon emissions a vehicle puts out. One of the fastest ways to do that is to change the type of gasoline we use, specifically higher octane gasoline. That would allow automakers to raise the compression ratio of engines, improving the thermodynamic efficiency, which means they will emit less pollutants. On an upcoming episode of AutoLine This Week, Dan Nicholson, GM's VP of Propulsion Systems, calls for high-octane gasoline, and he says it's not as far off as some might think. We believe on a well-to-wheel basis, if we really want to address CO2, it's super important to address the fuel as part of the system. That's irrefutable, you know, backed by 30 to 40 years of research, um, that the fuels really need to go together with the vehicles and with the engine. So, um, you know, what we're advocating is that we, it's time to take a look. It's time to do another look at what's the, ge- the fuel for the next generation of low CO2 emitting uh, gasoline engines. And high octane really has to be part of that. So we're continuing to advocate for that. I think we're trying to do that in a socially responsible way, which really looks at a well-to-wheel analysis of CO2 minimization. And so um, we don't want to look at the fuel by itself. We don't want to look at the engine by itself. We want to look at it all as a system. When would General Motors or the industry need to have this higher octane to be able to meet emissions and fuel economy standards? Yeah, well, we need a little bit of lead time. You know, we can't uh, turn our engines around in one year, but that's why we're working hard on this. So we think this is a good play for three to four years from now. Um, And uh, with the right cooperation, uh, we think we can make that happen and, and have another win for customers. And if you'd like to learn more about GM's propulsion systems, everything from diesels to electrics, the show with Dan Nicholson will be available on our website and YouTube channel on May 18th. And we wrap up today's show with the news that NASCAR driver Dale Earnhardt Jr. will be calling it quits at the end of the season. Earnhardt, who is 43 years old, has suffered a number of concussions from racing accidents. Currently, he has 26 wins and has been voted the most popular NASCAR driver for the last 14 years in a row. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.